news now. Uh, you have a list of topics? Nope, we're going wing it. What's up, everybody? This is Kyle. That's Brainy. Uh, I didn't even give Justin time to count down. He hit record, and I just went. Um, so, Justin, hey, if you hey, want to hey, count down. Five. Two, one. Four. Four. Three. Two. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, it's just Brainy and I because, <laughs> you know, stuff happens. Miss Jen may join us a little later, uh, as may Mark at this point. Who knows? Uh, but this is Nerd News Now, uh, brought to you by the Kingdom of Geekdom and Woodlands Online. So, Brainy, uh, we always it? start with what we did over the weekend, but you and I spent some time together this weekend, so. Uh, <laughs> um, in a very platonic way, guys. Yeah, no, uh, in a, in a, <laughs> we're on opposite sides of the country, and he was pressing buttons, and um, uh, he was pressing buttons on his end of the country, and I was pressing buttons on mine. And together, we were trying to make it seem like it was New Year's. Yep, on four different uh, time zones, and kind of didn't work out as well as we thought. Still had fun. Nah, but but I drank a whole bottle of stuff. <laughs> Sparkling white grape juice. Also, yeah. I have no idea why this is still here. I would have bet you all the money in my bank account I had thrown this away. Uh, it reappeared because it... I have no idea. I have no idea what, what's going on. Are you on. sure that's not the second bottle you had? You just didn't realize it? I only bought one bottle. Mm. I wouldn't get to spend more than three bucks on that stuff. That's, that's gross. Uh, yeah, you know, when it's priced that low, there's a reason for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I bought it New Year's Eve right before I came into work, and they had pallets of it still. And that's a second sign that <laughs> you got to worry It was good. About it what... tasted fine. But it was like, it's, you know, it's the grocery store. They're like, oh, we've got so much of this crap we're not selling. We should probably do something about that. Yeah. But no. So, yeah, I then... mean, did you did you do anything else this weekend? Um, so, it was yesterday. Yeah, last night, uh, you know, we get a call from the in-laws saying, hey, let's go for dinner. Go for sushi. And they have this place that's about, you know, 15 miles from us. Uh, we call them up. It's so like a three and a half up. hour drive. <laughs> Give or take. Um, yeah, we call them up. Oh, sorry. We we're closing early today, so they're already closed. Um, and we were, you know, my my wife's sister is going to join us. Her family is going to join us. We're going to join in. So basically, it, it was a no-go. But we, my daughter was at her uh, rehearsal, so we had to go pick her up. So I'm telling my wife, you know what, we're ready. Let's just go. We'll just go on our own to a different place. Now, there was this, uh, I don't know if you've ever been to the sushi places where they have those, uh, you know, the ones that go around and you grab what you want and then count the plates and whatnot. Yeah, and then they, they charge you based on the color of the plate or whatever? Yeah, basically, yes. Yeah. So we used, to, we used to have this place next to where she was uh, rehearsing uh, for her play. And um, you're like, hey, let's just, you know, we knew that it, it changed. The ownership changed and the name changed. Uh, but we didn't expect the whole thing to change it. But yeah, it, basically a totally different uh, sushi restaurant. Uh, we go there and you know they see us. They tell us, "Hey, sit wherever you want." So we're like, "Okay, hey, we sit there." Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, sit there. So we walk into a Japanese restaurant that is primarily filled with non-Japanese. <laughs> 
the cooks were not Japanese. The customers were all um, Hispanic. The music that was playing really loud was all Spanish. Um, the food, you know, we're looking through the menu. It's also, you know, it's, it's Japanese food. And we look, almost everything there is spicy. And so, you know, my wife can't eat spicy. So we tell them, okay, hey, look, this, these two meals don't make them spicy. And then, of course, you know, by the time the, the waiter, the first waiter comes in, takes our water. Second one comes in and goes, hey, did the other server tell you that uh, there's going to be a 45 minute wait on the sushi? I'm like, all right, fine. We're, you know, we've already been sitting there for like 10 minutes, but another 45 minutes, we're like, fine. Um, that 45 minute turned out to be about an hour. And then they kept coming in and saying, oh, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. Anyway, so they finally bring in the food that's supposed to be not spicy. And I ask them, this is, this is not spicy, right? She's like, oh, yeah, it's not. My wife takes a taste of that and she's like, oh my God, <laughs> this is spicy. So basically, it's a it's a Mexican Japanese fusion. So every dish they have has got some kind of spice in it. It was something we just were not expecting. Fusion's fun, but I don't know. I've never I can't even imagine what the, that fusion tastes like. Um so uh, of course, I went. I went with the spiciest foods I could, and uh, I ordered. A, I think it was called um, Albacore Delight. Ooh! And I kid you not, I had a piece, and my nose started running. I'm like, oh my god, this is spicy! And my son, you know, he, my son also ordered spicy food, as in my daughter, um, and he's like, oh my god, this is more spicy than my food. <laughs> He's like, I mean, that was really spicy. It was like, and uh, then I tried my wife's just to make sure that it wasn't spicy. And, and of course, after eating what I had, anything else, nothing spicy compared to yeah, that. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm, I'm telling her, hey, it doesn't seem spicy. The palate's to me. blown like, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, Ms. that's uh, what we did last night. Miss Jen, did you do anything fun this weekend? Um, yes. This was this was New Year's weekend, right? Yes. I I I enjoyed Brainy's dance party. <laughs> um, it's a good mix. I waited till the end of some countdown hour. I don't know. I think it was my midnight. <laughs> uh, which I think we ended you guys about thirty seconds too early. Yeah, we 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 counted down to midnight Eastern or Central Time at eleven fifty nine thirty. Because I was like going, uh, the ball is not dropped on TV, so I don't really know what's going on. But anyway, it was delightful. And then yeah. uh, we we actually went to before that we went to uh, out to eat into a movie, and we just happened to get out right at eleven, so we could go in and I told Mike, I said, I don't care what's going on. I never ever ever am free to be able to watch Brainy's dance party. So I'm going to watch dance party. Aww. That was sweet. Yeah, we had we had, we had a good time doing it. We did. Uh, we I'm couldn't figure out what midnight was, but like I said. <laughs> <laughs> you know, funny enough, um, I think Pacific was the only one that went off without a hitch. But the television station, uh, it was ABC, they were actually a minute behind the actual time. So 
my you know the countdown we were doing for the experience went off on time but of course abc was a minute behind we're like or about like 39 seconds behind so i was Riley cyrus's party which was kind of fun Oh, I didn't know she did. Well, for, she she did one. She did like a country one, right? It was Miley and somebody else, like in Nashville. It didn't seem country to me. It seemed like a bunch of pop artists. Well, like, but somebody did one in Nashville that was I thought was Miley. I don't know. There was one in Nashville, then there was Dick Clark, and then there was a bunch of others, but none of them could compare to Brainy. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Was well, that I'm, you made just for New Year's, or yeah. So what I tried to do was um, try to take some of the best of uh, the songs that we had done throughout the year. I, I I'm trying to. Think, I don't think I put any new new songs in that mix. It was primarily everything we played throughout the year. It's back stuck in my head, Brainy. <laughs> and, I, and I made sure I put Tom's Diner in there for Kyle. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The transition is really good. The last song he played at midnight West Coast time was Mambo Italiano. Yep. And I'm I'm listening to it going, oh God, this is another song. <laughs> and I leave and I text him, I go, Mambo Italiano is caked by the ocean. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was stuck in my head for three days. Oh my yeah. word. If if I remember for the next mix, I'll I'll make sure I try to come, you know, mm-hmm. do a kick by the ocean and uh, I can send you I can send you the actual ones that I found on Spotify that would transition. Cause that's how deep I went on this one. Wow. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Maybe I'll mix it in for you. Yeah, I will. So, so my weekend, um I took I took my local staff uh to Nerd Casino, which is Dave and Busters. Oh, um, because you get a bunch of you get a bunch of nerds in a thing where you win tickets by playing video games, and if you think we're not walking out of there with their most expensive prizes, you're just wrong. Um, so it was me and five 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 people, five of my friends, um, camped out at the most the games that we know how to beat to pay out the most amount of tickets, uh. and uh, we came this close to getting an Oculus. Uh, but instead, we got uh, five squishimals. Squishimals, awesome. Mm-hmm. Those little. Yeah, except they were colossal. They were. Oh, I didn't know they made that big. Oh yeah, they're huge. They're like body pillows, essentially. Wait, you're talking about the stuffed animals? Yeah. Oh man! Oh oh yeah! I love squishimals. <laughs> yeah. I just stopped carrying them though. Um, they took up way too much space. They are huge. Right? Yeah, uh, Dave and Buster stores them vacuum sealed. Oh, this yeah. yeah. They are but, they are designed to be displayed, man. They are not designed to be. Well, they have they have the display ones out, and you're like, I want that one, and then they go in the back and they get it, and it comes vacuum sealed, so that they can keep them in stock. But yeah, no, um, we broke Dave and Buster's. They were <laughs> not happy. You know what? I'm surprised that more people that uh, more vendors that are that are um, like squishies vendors don't send stuff to us vacuum sealed because it takes up so much less space for volume whenever you're paying for UPS shipments. The only person I've ever had sent, 
send them to me that way when we ordered the, you know, those little octopus things that are reversible, that are TikTok famous. They're a little octopus and you turn them inside out. They're another octopus. One of them's happy face. Oh, 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 yeah. Uh, my daughter has one. <laughs> yeah. They, they said they're those about this big, right? They yeah. sent those to me vacuum sealed, and they fit like a gross of them in one in one box. Which is, if they were fluffy, there'd be no way. Yeah, especially yeah, when I carried Kigurumi, they would send them vacuum sealed. Kigurumi, yeah, okay. Um, but Kigurumi's not a, a plushie. They're like you know the, the big grown up onesies. Oh, uh, okay. Well, big grown up onesies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have. One, I was wearing one today. It was a sloth. That, that, the way you make it sound just sounds wrong. It's so Kigurumi. I don't. I forget the exact translation, but it has something to do with animals without the stuffing inside. Stuffed animals without the stuffing inside. But they're onesies for full-grown people. They're huge. Uh -huh. um, like I wear a four X T-shirt, and this is baggy on me. But it goes uh -oh. from your ankles. All we have, they most of them have hoods. The sloth has fingers, like there's like gloves. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're made of fleece and they're super warm. They're perfect around here, at least, to go to the grocery store. I have no idea why. We we always sold we always sold a ton of them at conventions mm -hmm. because they are. I mean, they're super simple cosplay and they're comfortable cos. They're comfortable and you can you know you can get away with it as cosplay. So. So uh, I don't I don't know. Um, normally, you know, we talk about movie box office stuff. I don't know or care about the box office, but um. <laughs> but I finally just saw the King's Band. <laughs> right. So I was gonna say, has anybody seen any movies? Hmm? Jen saw the Kingsman. Yeah, it was. You know what? The, the other two movies for Kingsman were a lot more like tongue-in-cheek and I mean, like the way that the first one ends is ridiculous, right? The second one has gr grinding up people and a big grinder and making them as hamburgers and stuff. This this one is more um, like a straightforward story, like of the origin of the Kingsman. I really loved it. Ralph Fiennes, so good. It was it was good. It was one of those that had twist at the end. That was a good twist. Had really great fighting action, and it was it was a good film. I liked it. You got you guys watched the Kingsman, the other ones. I saw well, the, the first one. The first one, yeah. I haven't seen the second yet. <gasps> I actually made a costume for the second one. Because the main character is, he dresses up kind of like a 50s housewife. But, uh, yeah, she's the head of a big criminal organization. And if you cross her, she will grind you up into hamburger meat and serve you to the next person that's going to be your henchman. Nice. Um, I The first one we went and saw in the theaters, me and the people that were working at the store, you know, at the time. 
And it's it's not generally my kind of flick. No. But I enjoyed it. Like, you know, I tend to be, I don't know. I don't know what kind of movies I like. I like the movies I like, you know, but it's not that's not the, it's not a movie that I would have picked to go and see. But having seen it, I've meant to watch the other two, this the other one, the second one and then now this one. Because I'm like, "Oh, I like this movie, but I just haven't gotten around to it." Yeah, same here. I haven't gotten around to the second one, but you know, it is something I have to watch. Uh, but yeah, you know, Kingsman did come in number 3 this uh this past weekend, so that's that's great. Uh, of course, we all know what number 1 was. Kyle's favorite movie of all time. The Matrix? Spooderman. Spooderman. I think it made, uh, <laughs> what was it, 52 million this year or this weekend? Wow. <sighs> going down at all, is it? Nope. Not, not, I mean, uh, Sing 2 came in number two at 19 million. Kingsman at uh, 4.5 million. American Underdog came in, in fourth at 4 million. And this is what I'm a little disappointed in, uh, which is a Matrix Resurrection at number five at 3.8 million. I will say this. The local theaters here, um, at least the theater I normally go to, didn't show the Matrix this weekend. That's that's what's concerning now. Um, Um, It's back in now. Like, if I want to go today, it was back today. But... um, like last weekend leading up to Christmas, they were showing The Matrix and uh, Spider-Man and American Underdog. Then because they have so li- so many limited screens, half their screens were showing Spider-Man, half their screens were showing Sing 2, and they weren't showing anything else this weekend. And, you know, that's indicative of uh, them being number one and two, so which makes sense for smaller theaters. Right. Um, I just, I just... Thought even you know, I know we discussed this last week, and I was uh, not that favorable about Matrix, but I still think it should have been either number two or three this week. The movie still is a good movie, goodish movie. Could have been better. It's not, uh, from what I hear, it's not Spider-Man level. It's uh, much better. I haven't seen Spider-Man, so I can't, I can't be a judge of that. But Shane, you've seen them both, right? Yes, and I think, I think the difference is. I- the the exit polls of people posting about movies for Amazing Spider or for the Spider Man movie has been largely positive, right? I haven't really seen anybody be like put in it on blast or anything. But for the Matrix, I saw a lot of real mixed reviews, and I think I'm going to attribute that to a lot of people saw it for the first time at home on their TV, however great their sound system is. And they probably haven't watched two and three, which has a lot of people I talked to, so they had never seen two and three because the people were bad mouth of those, so they just decided to not see them. And or hadn't seen them for a long time. So if you recently watched two and three, it made a much the this movie made much more sense. It was probably much more enjoyable. So I can understand if people were like, eh, if they hadn't seen it. The other ones in a while. Like I said, I'm waiting for number five. See what they do with it. Brainy, mm-hmm. did you see any movies?
I know I watched stuff this weekend. I just can't remember what it was. Um, Emily in Paris was last week. Mm -hmm. Kyle, if you haven't seen it, watch that. Nope. Yeah, uh, <gasps> you know, I, 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 um, so addictive. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wrote know, it down. I, I, I just didn't watch watched it yet. Just like everybody else, you know, I waited a long time for it to come out, and I was so excited when it came out. I was so excited that I was afraid I want to, you know, afraid to actually watch it because it might disappoint me. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, it did disappoint me. That Netflix only made ten episodes in a season two. <laughs> The way that right ends. like no you can't do that <laughs> exactly well but it makes sense you know thinking about it everybody wants to leave everything as a cliffhanger and that makes mm -hmm. sense as a cliffhanger um yeah, the fact that that call is made good go ahead you were saying uh, i was about to say that the the fact that that call was made is indicative of which way she's headed, which yeah. is very interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we tried to finish out a bunch of series that hadn't quite finished this weekend. So uh, I think yesterday we plowed through The Last of Emily in Paris. We finished Survivor, which I had really actually finished, but my husband accidentally fell asleep. Because it was like a really long last episode, like three hours or something. So we finally got to finish that. And then uh, what else did we finish? There was a bunch of things we've been rocking and rolling back and forth between. There's so I many good things. You were saying? There's, just, there's so many good things out there right now. It's kind of... I feel bad about binging it but you got to finish what you're on so you can go to the next thing and finish that yeah that's what i'm doing with my uh doctor who remake or remake rewatch and i found out that there are a few episodes that i did miss the first time around so it was kind of surprising like hey whoa cool i don't know this episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that was kind of my problem this weekend right is college football was a thing and nfl football was a thing so there's a lot of that in my house and a lot of that that I enjoyed. But I also watched um, season three of the stand-ups on Netflix uh, and many, 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 many episodes of Night Court. Oh, I'm gonna, I, when, I, when the new one comes out, I'm going to be more prepared than any person on the planet. Except for maybe the ghost of Reinhold Weege who created Night Court. I've been trying to play catch up on Jeopardy because we're kind of behind. Like, I didn't realize they were still switching hosts around. So Ken's on right now, at least in what I'm watching. And we started out somehow in the middle of someone's long run. Someone named Amy, who's just like destroying the competition. She's been on for a while. Amy's just like, it's Amy's acting like there's nobody else playing. The, the thing about Jeopardy, and it's why I've stopped watching Jeopardy, is that they're going to have to fundamentally change the game. Because what happened was you had a guy like Ken Jennings who, when he broke the game, it was he was just smarter than everybody. Mm -hmm. But then 
all of these things have come out since then about how to beat Jeopardy. You know, strategy on how to play and which clues to guess and, you know, how to use the buzzer. And then you had um, Holzauer, uh when so many games and break all of those records and do all that kind of stuff using those strategies, but then taking his, his gambling personality to it, which sure. added so much more to it. Then the next guy came along and just basically married him. And then, the, and now, you know, you're just seeing it over and over and over again. And so they're going to have to fundamentally change jeopardy before it can be competitive again. So as you're saying, is it need to retire some of those Pokemon cards? <laughs> right. Well, do they, do they need to go back to five games and you're done? As they had before? I don't think they'll do that, but I think what they'll probably wind up doing is changing some of the rules in terms of max bids on daily doubles and some of that kind of stuff. Okay. Like they'll they'll try and keep the game closer together so that a small mistake is more costly than it is when you're leading by ten thousand ten thousand dollars. You can make a small mistake and miss a two thousand dollar clue and it doesn't really matter. So, so what if they did uh you know, maybe if the daily daily double lands on a thousand dollar spot, you have a choice. You can either wager a thousand dollars or wager half of what you have. Something like that, yeah. Ooh. Or the daily double is just double the points of where it falls on the board. You know, instead of you wagering anything, mm-hmm. you either get it, you either get double the points, or you lose double the points. That kind of defeats the purpose, though. It's doubling of something. Board, but the board's already designed for doubling up, so you go with 100, 200, 400... Six, right, thousand, but if thousand. if if the daily double falls on a four hundred, you either get eight hundred or you lose eight hundred. But they already have an eight hundred on the board, so right. Kinda... So now you've got to hit that eight hundred to get those points back. And if you lose, if you miss it again, now you're down sixteen hundred. So it makes little mistakes bigger. So if you if you get one right and miss one on a daily double at four hundred, you either are you you get you basically wind up at zero, mm-hmm. as if you've gotten neither. So, like I said, it they got to come up with something. Um, I don't know. I don't know I what do the like, answer is. I do like watching these long runs though when people win all the time because it's just like you kind of cheer for them like keep going keep going although it has to be pretty disheartening to be the people that have to come and play against them for the the same when ken was on people are just like why am i even here (laughs) right i mean my my thing is is like i watch them and like for me there's a level of oh well i just answered more questions right than that person like, and this is how I play tri- trivia games, right? I'm always playing against them. So when I see these people on these long runs and I've answered more questions than them correctly, 
I don't feel like it's so impressive. But I also know that they never accept my application, so maybe there's something to that. Have you guys ever done the Jeopardy quiz? I am. So my brain doesn't work at the same speed as those contestants. I can tell you that right now. That my best is when the question comes up and then the person answers it and I can verify whether it's true or not. That's as fast as I can get. If they'll say the answer, I'll be like, that's exactly right. But I can never, almost never beat them to the actual answer. They are so quick. They must just practice quickness or something. My brain is still accessing whatever information that they're asking for. They've already got it in their head. Uh, right. That's one of those things is it's about knowing when to press that button and then say the words. Mm-hmm. That's so. That's one of the things that's been in those, you know, those how to beat Jeopardy things that have been posted and written and. But no, it's. I've taken the Jeopardy quiz three times. I've qualified twice, but I've never gotten past the producer screening. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I'm not interesting enough to be on television. Interesting. The other problem with Jeopardy, and I don't know if you guys know this, is that they only pay you your money if they air your episode. What? Wait, what? Yeah, if you go on Jeopardy and you win, and say you win by a ton, and it's not a very interesting game, and then you immediately lose the next game, they may never air your episode. And so if they do that, you don't get paid. All you get is the expenses paid trip out to be on the show. They don't pay you the winnings. Not if they don't air your episode. Hmm. I have seen that happen before where I'm like going, wait, I think I missed an episode. (laughs) But I am watching Mm -hmm. the next episode. But they're different people, all of them. Yep. Nope. It's, yep. They do that. Um... What was the other one that I loved? Um, oh, uh, they don't 1099 you when you win. You have to report the taxes yourself. Okay. Which, Which is interesting. Right, right. But it's like they just leave you out there to not commit tax fraud rather than giving you the proper documentation. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. A lot of the other games, especially like price is right they when you leave you take all of the paperwork for all the taxes you will eventually owe on the stuff you want yeah i believe there's also shoot i think there's a requirement for for federal tax withholding now for for these game shows i know millionaire does all of the tax withholding and stuff for you yeah i think it might be now it might be all the game shows are required to do it jeopardy used to not I, I haven't done I haven't done anything in a few years. Oh yeah, I mean Survivor never did. That's what happened to our you know the winner of the very first one. He didn't know he had to pay taxes. He never did. It's true. So, uh, so what other news is happening? Well, we lost an icon this week. Well, I wasn't going to bring that up, but. 
makes me sad, but my goodness, he had a run. Mm-hmm. You're going to plan out a life and you could never say you're going to get 99 years out of it. Amazing. Wow. It's uh, there was a there was a funny TikTok, um, that it's it's God going. Did you get that white lady I told you to go get? And it's Angel of Death. Yeah, she's waiting. She's waiting at the pearly gates for you. And God goes, Wait, is that Betty White? And the Angel of Death goes, Yeah. He goes, I meant the Queen. <laughs> like it, it was a good one. Yeah, there was another one uh, with about uh, her and Legos. You know, a lot of uh, the Legos boxes say from ages four to ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Betty White realized this was the last year she can actually play with Legos. Aww. Yeah, there were uh, there were a couple of other deaths there at the end of the year that kind of got. Um, I'm not gonna say overshadowed. Don't. That's not what I'm saying by Betty White. But there were some other, you know, right there the last few days of the year that uh, came across my my radar, uh, including uh, Sam Jones, who was a Hall of Famer for the Boston Celtics. Um, and uh, what was the other one? I'm trying to remember now. For a minute there, I thought you were talking about my Sam Jones. I was like, shut up. No. Not, not unless your Sam Jones uh, was an NBA Hall of Famer. No. Um, he pretended to play football. How's that? Yeah, no, not that one. Uh, I can't remember who the other one is. Um, but there's another one right there at the end of the year, maybe the first. Um. The 31st or the 1st that happened that kind of got overshadowed by Betty White. Um, but yeah, it's it's weird, right? Like, I was I, I was talking about we're watching night. I'm watching Night Court. And you had uh, uh, Harry Anderson pass away. You had um, uh, I'm going to not be able to Marky Post pass away. Like, and then during the show, several members of the cast died during the filming of the show. And so I went down this real long rabbit hole of people, of stars of shows passing away during the run of their show. And, you know, the big one, I guess, would probably be um, uh, Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter. Um, uh, yes, I know what you're talking about. From Three's Company. Yeah, trying to remember his name. John. John. Uh, John. This is the benefit to not. This is the thing about not being like John Ritter. Ritter. All right, I'm okay now. But it's amazing, like that Betty White and so many of these great prolific actors. You know, we're able to kind of retire and just, you know, um, and it was so cool. Like, that's that's what was impressive to me about Betty White's career is that she knew 
all right, I can't play like I used to, so I'm going to hang it up a little bit and be done. Um, you know, re basically retire f and then, you know, live out her the, the end of her life kind of in peace without trying to push, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if Brainy knew him, and I saw Jen post, and I haven't made a post yet, but uh, we lost a friend yesterday uh, in Robert Bruce. Um, I always said I want to be Robert Bruce when I grew up, but then I realized that in order to be Robert Bruce, you can't grow up. So. Can we officially say that he died with the most toys? Yeah. I'll give him win. that one. He wins. Yes, he wins. And I will say this. I never met anybody, and, like, Jen will tell you, I've got some obscure stuff rattling around up in here about toys and you know, cards, just random stuff. Robert Bruce could see a toy from across the convention hall and be like, that That toy's worth $75. Mm -hmm. And without without knowing the condition, he would walk over and be dead on. Yeah. Like that guy had an ability, and uh, I always admired him for that. Yeah, he, he was super sweet. Like, my son got gifted these cool... Like, uh, they were like things you would put together to build a house, like if you're gonna do like a diorama, but they were, um, like miniatures, but they were made out of pressed, um, sawdust and then painted, like, had resin in it and it was painted. I had no idea, it had no markings on it. I knew it was something, right? Because it was a really nice, high quality thing, but uh, I just sent him pictures. Actually, I think I described it first. I think he told me what he thought it was. And I sent him pictures. I was like, yeah, that's what it is. Like, man, why would you know anything about this? This is like not really a toy. He's like, yeah, you need those toys to have with something else. He's a cool guy, man. And he would mm -hmm. just like figured out much better things to do than to talk to me about what my son's toys were. But <laughs> he answered anyway. Yeah, no, it's we would. I got to know him through Ming and Mike. Mm -hmm. uh, and we would go to conventions and it'd be a convention where I was there as a fan and he'd be there as a vendor, but somebody else would be watching his stuff. Right. Because they'd be doing a comic book men panel. And so he's like, well, if they're doing a comic book men, men panel, I'll get a little vendor booth and, you know, sure. somebody else would be watching it. And he and I would walk around and play this game of who could find the best deal on the most obscure item. And I would I mean, never come close to winning. No. Never. So he would find something that someone had horribly, like they, they undervalued it or. Yeah. So he'd find something for like a quarter and be like, pull it up on eBay. And it's like $125. And I'd have paid like 800 bucks for, you know, this comic that was worth a thousand. I'm like, this is the best deal. Mm -hmm. But nobody knows what this comic is. Science comics number two. And he'd be like, no, 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 no. Here. I paid a quarter. <laughs> you know, something like, you know, it's that kind of stuff, like, with him. It was always, and he was willing to share his knowledge with anybody, right? It wasn't one of those guys that tried to keep his light oh. under, a, on a, under a bushel. I you always know, thought he, it, they should have 
done a different another show with him, maybe on the Travel Channel or something, where he would go to flea markets. And they did. Or did they do it and it didn't ha- didn't show? Yeah, they shot they shot several, and then AMC pulled the plug on reality programming. Coupon and they could they, they could never sell it anywhere else. I would so watch that show. That's my, those were my favorite ones, like that, and I would have watched that for like crazy, like Toy Hunters. Mm-hmm. That guy was a cool dude too. Yep. I I want I I thought about reaching out a year ago and seeing if we could get that show that Rob had done for for uh, for the experience, and uh, I decided no. Let's not. We'll wait, and then maybe I'll convince him to take me on the road, and we'll do a show together. Uh, fine. It didn't happen, but uh, just look out flea markets everywhere. Um, it's on. Now that we don't have to compete with Rob Bruce, the rest of us are coming. So we're gonna miss you like crazy, man. Absolutely. Hold us absolutely. the tape for the flea market in heaven. Yeah, absolutely. Well, oh, there you go. The, ta- the flea markets in heaven are going to be so picked over by the time <laughs> we get there. Oh, it's going to be insane. So. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, any movie news? Uh, Guillermo del Toro offers update on Netflix's stop motion Pinocchio. Ooh. Um, we probably won't get a Guardians trailer this year. Is that news? This whole year, we're not going to get a Guardians. <laughs> what the heck? Guardians of the trailer volume, th- Guardians of the Galaxy volume three footage might not arrive this year, as director James Gunn suggests. The first trailer likely isn't on the horizon. Are you sure the article isn't uh, four days old? Six hours. When are we going to get to see Adam Warlock dead gummit? Now, that's not what they're... What they're saying is there may be shots of the set. Okay. But that there's not a trailer. You know, it's one of those things is like, there might be some things, but not an official trailer. Okay. Um... I'll be patient. Yeah. Do you guys think we're going to get the, like the, see the transition of, uh, what do they call it? Is it big, big bone Thor or whatever. <laughs> the transition between him. Is he going to, he's got to thin out it. Oh, point, between right? schlubby Thor and <laughs> return to being ripped. Yeah. Um, I want to see a mod if it's not if it's not you know sylvester stallone dragging things through the snow like in rocky four you know and it's so it's him on the on the ship like lifting groot (laughs) you know i don't know what he would be doing but if it's not something like that they've done it wrong um all he did was drink this magical uh milk cup from uh was it blue yeah, from Asgard and the Despot right back into a tip top shape form and everything. And that's all it was. Yeah, that's the no. story I'm sticking with. 
Oh, workout montage. Right. 80s movie montage time. You got to pick out the song because, of course, that show is all about the songs. Right. Um, all the good boys gone. No. Uh, let's see. What can I? What, what would be the perfect one? For that. Well, but that's already rocky. Like, that doesn't count. <laughs> hmm. That's not... I mean, I'm sure they're going to pick something that isn't already done to death. I feel like it's got to be Hall and Oates. It's going to be Mama Said Knock You Out. Ooh. You oh, know, we have to do the progression, right? Because we're they're moving up in eras. We have to do '90s stuff, right? Because they just gave them a zoom. If it's gonna be '90s stuff, uh-huh. ooh, 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 ooh. It shouldn't the number two have been the '90s? Didn't quite get one all. Because number one was like late 70s, right? Mm. So here's my here's my thought. If it's going to be a 90s song. All Star by Smash Mouth. I give up. <laughs> um, you know, something like that. It's going to be... Just a completely what random um, song that's up tempo, mm-hmm. or it's going to be like five hundred miles by the Proclaimers. It's going to make absolutely no sense. That'd be, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I'm really but now good. I'm, but now I'm going to be thinking about this. Oh, here you go. It could be "Lightning Crashes" by Live. Because Thor is the god of thunder. Yeah. So you could have a lightning song. Also, right. it could be Thunderstruck because Thunderstruck was a hit in like so many decades. But I kind of feel like it has to be like a competitive workout montage because they started saying that Star Lord was fat. You remember that? They started giving them a hard time about it. Hmm. So I'm trying to see them be like, <laughs> we're going to have to see who has the best one. And of course, Star-Lord can't win because that's part of his character, right? He's always a little bit the loser. Then I feel like if it's going to be that, it's going to be like My Own Worst Enemy by Lit. <laughs> or, um, you know, you know, like an early pop punk kind of sound. Let's let Brainy choose something. He's the DJ after all. Nah, my brain's not functioning right now. But it, it might it might just be um Beck's I'm a loser. Yeah, Beck loser. <laughs> Soy un perdedor. I'm a loser, baby, so why don't you kill me? <laughs> well, cause I'm thinking if we go more punk, you go bulls on parade by rage. 
like that would be a good workout. So that's a good. It's on my workout playlist. If I had a work, if I ever worked out, I have a workout playlist, but I never work out. It's gonna be uh, do it, do it. There you go. That's gonna be the song for that montage. Yeah. yeah Could also be the return of Shoop. There you go. <laughs> I got it. Sir mix a lot. Baby's got. Baby's got back. Oh, but okay, okay. Um, with to show Star Wars, Star War, uh, Star Lord losing, it's just going to be lump. Uh, It's going to be more like, oh my God, Becky, look at that butt. He is so fat. He's like right. Out there, he's pretty fly so for a white guy. <laughs> there we go. That that would work. Uh, I'm gonna be thinking about this for far too long now. How did we get into this conversation? <laughs> I asked. Okay, I gotta stop. Look, I gotta stop thinking about that one. Or I'm gonna spend all night putting together a playlist of what they should put in Guardians Three, and then when it doesn't happen, I'll be upset. All right, so we have ten minutes to talk about the comics. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's comic books coming out this week. I mean, there not are a- not a lot. All right, uh, from the retailer's perspective, whose idea was to do FOC on New Year's Eve weekend? I mean. No. The, the- uh, I don't know what they were thinking. It's not like they haven't doubled up before. Mm-hmm. It just means they're not going to have as many orders as they think they're going to get, because I don't think anyone knew that. Because <laughs> I certainly didn't. So a lot of what I ordered was what I ordered. Yeah, um... I know we cut orders, which we you know we try not to do as much as possible. But uh, we cut orders this yesterday and today. You gotta get smart about it, right? I, is there anything you guys are doing as retailers? You know, January, February are usually slower months. Um, you know. I, we always call them the dregs of the year, uh, you know, after Christmas. Is, is With the the emergence of Omicron and that kind of stuff, is there anything you guys are doing uh, to sort of, are you cutting further than you normally would or are you going to hold steady to what you normally would do or how are you adjusting? So for us, January has been... Um Typically, towards the end of January, early February, we see new releases from uh, Magic, Pokemon, and Yu-Gi-Oh! And that usually helps balance out everything, you know, where we have short runs in comic books and stuff. I'm not sure if we're going to see that this year. So, you know, a lot of them have already announced they're delaying uh, maybe at least a week or two or whatnot. Uh, 
So this will be an interesting January. We usually, We're already seeing. Go ahead. Right. We usually see a, a weird trend of like the first two weeks of January are really busy for us. I think it's Christmas money and stuff like that. Gifts from Monica's still getting spent. But but we hit that the end of that second week. There's this like we're you're on this high of the Christmas holiday sales and all of that stuff. All of a sudden, you get to that point and it gets kind of bottoms out. It's kind of an eye well, opening the, every time. That that's when everybody's getting their credit card bills for yep. what they shopped in December. So. Mm -hmm. uh, Oh, yeah. One of the advantages of having TCGs come out towards the end of the month is their target audience is usually kids, and kids they usually have you know money left over for that. Yeah, I, I guess I just wondered if you guys were doing any different, anything different because of the proximity to omicron and stuff and not, not with ordering honestly but for me we're really having we're seeing a lot of like the circle is getting smaller and smaller sure so it's just like the we have a lot of businesses in our area that are closing down for days because they just don't have enough well employees to make it go right so, that's pretty normal right now to see the story you're going to be like with a sign on the front door. Eh, not today. Yeah. No, that's hey. that's fair. Um, I know around here we used to close uh, Monday and half day Tuesday to get through February, January, February. Mm -hmm. Just because it was cheaper for I could pick up freelance work or whatever. And it was cheaper to not have to pay staff. I just wondered, like I said, I just wondered with with everything happening, what was going on. So this week's comics, um, Jen and I already kind of had this conversation once. Um, uh, Bylines in Blood, number one from Aftershock. Um, hi, Mark. What's up, Kyle? We're glad to see how was you. How was how was y'all's New Year? Complicated. Yeah, I think everyone's was. And, because... and also in, te in Texas, we have a winter apocalypse right now. Well, <laughs> Brainy and I Brainy and I struggled with figuring out what time 12 o'clock was. <laughs> You're close. Was, yeah, we, were, we were off several times. Yeah, um, I but... think uh, three out of four, we were off. <laughs> and I, again, the only reason we got California time right is because if you hadn't, I was going to end the stream anyway. <laughs> right. Uh, ooh. Just, just to catch you up on that, Mark. Um, we we did a mix starting at East Coast, and uh, basically every hour we're going to do a countdown for the four zones, ending in the Pacific. Uh, the show started with the countdown not starting for East Coast. Then uh, we did what Central was next, right? Yes, yeah, so and we did that we 30, 30 seconds, seconds early. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Mountain just don't know what the heck happened to Mountain. I think we both were sort of asleep. No, but that was programmed. It should have gone off, and it just right. it, just don't know what happened to it. And then we and then, yeah we uh, finally got it right for Pacific time. Yeah. And just because I've told everybody, Mark, Mambo Italiano and Cake by the Ocean are the same song. Yeah. They're not the same song, but they're interchangeable songs as far as the music and the melody is concerned. Right. Yeah. So uh, back to comics. Darkhold Omega number one. Uh, and uh, Electra Bled, Black, White, and Blood uh, on my pull list this week. And then we had a discussion about whether a book that was supposed to come out two weeks ago is coming out this week or now. Right. Can anyone <laughs> confirm when Apache uh, deliver? Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, delivery service. All right. What is that book called? Delivery now I can't even find it on my list. Oh no. <laughs> oh, I'm how is that, that I'm never going to read this book? Wait, Apache Delivery Service number one? Yeah. Yes. We have it showing up as coming out on the 29th. Right, but it's also on my pull list for this week. And yet somehow also next week. Interesting. Are those not the... Are you, did you order them and... I, I, I don't... I, I know I haven't gotten it yet for my LCS. That's what I know. Okay. Alright. And it's on my pull list for this week. Well, it was invoiced... To us for last week, estimated ship date is one five, which is this week. Man, you're right. This 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 thing is weird. It's one plan. Uh, but in uh, another another news, Monkey Meat by Juni Ba would be very very good. And Panther number one. Although I did speak to Nick about the solicitation copy for Panther. Mm-hmm. You can't say that Panther has to save the Panther Eon. Doesn't work. You have to hyphenate Pantheon if you're going to make it a pun. Glad you got that straightened out. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, we're going to get Dynamite's puns right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Mark, did you have an okay New Year's? Now that we've kind of gone through some comics, it, yeah, it was uh, it was small, but but fine. Uh, w- one weird thing about this year, other than everything else that's weird about this year, is that this is the first Christmas Eve slash Christmas that I didn't see one solitary single second of a Christmas story, and the first New Year's Eve slash New Year's that I did not see one single second of the Siffy Twilight Zone marathon. <sighs> So watch Twilight Zone. Yeah. A Christmas story is on HBO Max. Yeah. I mean I could I could rectify that at any point. It's just if it doesn't happen off of TBS, 
just doesn't feel natural. And then Twilight Zone off Siffy. Because I have every episode anyway, but there's just something about it being on television. And speaking of television, did we already do a, a Betty White eulogy? Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to throw my condolences out there for the entire universe. Although we also talked about Robert Bruce a lot, too. Yeah. So. Did we throw out one for John Madden? I'll pour uh, one out for him. We oh, did that last yeah, week. Oh. But, no. So we can always talk more about John Madden. Uh, watching the 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 um, NFL Sunday yesterday was yeah. pretty tough. Yeah. It was pretty upsetting. So. And they had a good tribute for him on Monday Night Football tonight. Awesome. So, any other comics from anybody else that we need to talk about? I don't have my list. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened to this week's list. We to, okay, so what we've done this kind of thing before, but here's another week where we just got last week's books today. Yeah, I think uh, part of our lunar is going to be like that this week as well. Mm-hmm. And, and Jen, at, you, at this you, point, oh, go ahead. No, Jen, you were saying that there's a shipping advisory, right? That another 24 hour delay. Yep, for us. Now, I don't know if that's for everybody because sometimes it's just stuff headed to the Texas area, which I think affects a lot of the other end of the universe, but. Well, and like I said, the whole eastern seaboard is in a winter weather advisory. Yeah. So east of me, it's getting slaughtered. And then west of me, also bad. Here, bad, but not as bad. Yeah, we just and here have... we just had four seasons in twenty four hours. And it then it's of... going back to it's going back to summer in two days. Hey, welcome to California. That's how it is here every day. That's where it is. That's <laughs> how it is everywhere, by the way. The thing we say here. Welcome to Ohio, where the weather's made up and the seasons don't matter. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Christmas Day shorts. <laughs> so. All right. What else you got, well, Mark? If, yeah. Uh, did anyone else watch or hear about or care about uh, WWE Day One? On New Year's Day, no, no. Okay, well, Kyle would be the only one to uh, watch wrestling. I just thought that was a a major event that was impacted by a COVID positive an hour before, and I would love to have been behind the scenes to figure out how they came up with that uh, sto- real life slash you know scripted kayfabe storyline. I can just imagine Vince going, "You got to watch." Don't you know it's a government conspiracy? Yeah, probably. But it kind of changed the complexion of everything leading up to WrestleMania now. So we'll see how that goes. It's true. What number of WrestleMania are they on now? Three million? Something like that. Thirty? Is this 35? I think it's 38. Wow, man. Has it really I been eight years since Undertaker lost? 
It's been a while. The fact that Undertaker's still there is uh, still... No, he's not. He's uh, retired. I I was about to say, man. No, but that's how you measure... That's how you measure... WrestleManias, right? There's WrestleMania three with Andre the Giant, and then there's the one where, where uh, the Undertaker lost, and all the rest are kind of just there. I don't know, man. Seven and eight. That was uh, Hulk versus Ultimate Warrior. Sure, but the rest of them were just kind of there compared to Andre the Giant and the Undertaker losing. Great matches, all of them, but. And yeah, Kyle, no. this will be WrestleMania 38. That's confirmed. That's In weird. Dallas. I'm not okay. Not okay. Not okay. So. Well, Mark, you'll be happy to know that they did start today talking about food. Oh, as, good. As per usual. It has to happen. Wait, no, we didn't. Yes, you did. We were you talking were- about sushi. <laughs> oh, that's right. The the hybrid Mexican Japanese uh, sushi. Talking about a sushi burrito? No, 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 no. Well, I've By had, the way, I've had one here. I like my sushi New Orleans style, deep fried and made of chicken. <laughs> Honestly, though, deep fried sushi is so good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Put the spicy mayo and eel sauce on top. Yeah. Gonna have to try it. Never tried that. All right. Is it well, if there's not fish. Yes, it is. <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm not missing something here. Unless they make it of chicken. Oh. I did go paintballing uh, yesterday. And of course, I can feel the pain and the bruises today. I can't see you. Well, I can either see you on a paintball field either being like the guy who is in the corner trying not to get hit or John Rambo. You're, you're, you're nowhere. You're not. You're nowhere in the middle. <laughs> well, I'm not the guy who likes to hide away. All right. So. <laughs> Right, so um, you're like the dude who everybody else is scared of. No, I'm I'm in the middle. I, 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 like to, I just can't I, see that. I like to strategize before I jump right in. Of course, I'd still like to jump right in, but you know, I still like to strategize <laughs> before I do it. Mm. But yeah, my uh, it was my nephew's birthday, and he, you know, we we did. Previously with him as well, and he wanted to do paintballing again. And, uh, he's not as young as he used to be, and you have a bunch of teenagers with uh, paintball guns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We used to go like every weekend, and I haven't been in years. Yeah, I'm not sure if I want to go back again. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun, except for the bruises and the you know, the blood splatter and stuff. Oh my god. Was supposed to bleed. <laughs> um, well, here, I don't know if you guys can see it. That right there is uh, ah. me getting hit with <laughs> right, and that was all Oof. bloody yesterday. Right I always, I always wore gloves just to prevent that. 
Well, I didn't expect them to shoot me that at that close of a range on my hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. But no, I always wore uh, wore those gloves with the fingertips cut off, framers gloves, just to protect my hands. Yep. So. Mark, stop posting links to food porn in the private chat. <laughs> well, you said you were talking about fusion, and I just wanted to let you know that there are, in fact, uh, sushi burritos here in uh, Houston. So, no, we have you we gone have, to have you gotten to Piata yet? No, I have not gone there yet. Uh, I was gonna wait till I go, hopefully, go to Dallas next week because they have several in the area there as well. Yeah. Jen's phone died. But trust oh. me, I, I want I want portable meatballs for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna get some of those portable meatballs. That's <laughs> believe yeah. me. I mean, they're worth it. They're good. Yeah. So no, I mean I think uh unless Mark, unless you have something else you want to touch on. I, I, I just uh everything. the other part of my New Year's Day was spent watching uh like ninety percent of Cobra Kai. So Cobra Kai season four, I'm done. I uh, I watched yep. one and two. Seasons one seasons and two. Seasons or episodes. Okay. Uh now I'm gonna watch three and four, hopefully by the end of this week, but I have to finish Night Court first. Um are, are Mark, you just going all through Night Court, huh? Mm-hmm. You're done watching the season or you're done with the show, period. Oh I'm done I'm done watching the season. Yeah, I was I was fine with the season, no spoilers. Yeah, I I, I watched the trailer, uh, and it turned me off. I think I might be done after season three. I I just can't oh, and, into season four. And, and Kyle, I did finally watch the Matrix, and it was the Matrix. Right, if you love the Matrix, it's perfect. Yeah, it was fine. I enjoyed all, all the meta. Uh, in it, um, but there's a lot of people who are just mad that it exists, <laughs> which is kind of ironic. Right. But so now people know people who are like that know how I feel about most superhero movies. Yeah, especially ones starring Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. Although I will say this, um, I went down a weird rabbit hole on TikTok of Tom Holland Zendaya relationship videos. Uh huh. I'm in for them being in movies together forever. Yeah. Or until they break up, like whatever happens, because you know stuff. But like, I like their chemistry, so I would like to see them play like Ma and Pa Ingles or something next. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm trying to think of Romeo and Juliet. I don't know. Come up with something. Since you reminded me, Kyle, that was the other thing I did this weekend. I finally created an account on TikTok. I, I am now. I'm sorry, your life is over, Brainy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to ask you earlier, and then we'll wrap up. I'll read the thing that way we can save Mark uh, having to do it. Um, but uh, you said your daughter is in a play. What play is she doing? Susical the musical. Spider Man, turn on the dark. I so just. My sister was in Susical and my cousin was in Susical and I designed and built the sets for both. Nice. Yeah, both of my kids have done it before. 
So she was she was excited. Um, she was right. more excited uh, yesterday because apparently you know the cast and because they have a, such a large play group, not everybody gets casted, and they were casted about two weeks ago or something like or a week ago, and she was very disappointed that she didn't get casted. Um, so yesterday she texts us when she gets there. She goes, "Oh, uh, apparently she was casted." It just was, <laughs> it just never reached her, and the contract never reached her. They were wondering where she was at the last rehearsal. Uh, she's like, "Well, I didn't know." So she was very excited about that yesterday. That's cool. I love that. that's. It's a great musical with a great message, and if you're into set building and set decoration, um, you can have a lot of fun because it's basically how trippy do you want to get? Right. Yeah, exactly. When yeah. my cousin did it, we did the whole thing in black light fluorescent paint. So it was like being on mushrooms the whole time. Yeah, I don't know if they go that route with all these little kids. They might. You never know. They were in high school when they did it. Yeah. Like, this, this, they, is, it was, this is a group that starts off, I believe, at three or four age and going up to teens and adults, so. Right. No, it's like I said, it's, you know, but with the cool thing about the Dr. Seuss world, right, is you can you have a lot of fun with it. So yep. from a set set design and set deck uh, kind of situation, I had a lot of fun doing it that way. When my sister was in it, we did a lot more puffy and furry and fuzzy stuff because that's what they want. That's what that director wanted. So, yeah, I, I'm really stoked that she's going to be in it. That's a good show. Yeah, I'm excited for her as well. All right, for uh, so I guess to wrap up for the absent Miss Jen and Brainy and Mark, who made it uh, at the end, and we missed you, Mark. It's not the same when we don't have your st- steady guidance and leadership. <laughs> um, because I'm going, um, did movies happen? Like, you know, uh, I've been Kyle. And uh, thank you for watching Nerd News Now, part of the Kingdom of Geekdom on Woodlands Online, sponsored by the Adventure Begins Comics and Games and Space Cadets Collection Collection. Check out other shows on Woodlands Online, like Weekly Fallout Sports Talk, The Adventure Begins Show, For Reels, The Best You, Between the Trees Business Talk, and much more. You can watch all of these on Woodlands Online and on our partner station, KVQT HD21, over the air on your TV. All these shows and more on Roku right now. Just search and add Woodlands Online TV to your streaming lineup. Now you can listen to our podcast versions of these shows on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Amazon. So, for everybody, this has been Kyle, and you've been watching Nerd News Now.